Hi, St. Paul, and welcome to our video devotion for today. We are looking at Matthew chapter 18, which is the upcoming gospel reading for this weekend in worship. As we look at Matthew chapter 18, Jesus teaches us in particular about what it means to be important or great in God's kingdom. The big idea is this. It's that we shouldn't think of ourselves more highly than we ought, uh, but that we should humble ourselves. Because to be great uh, means to serve. It means to do what God would want us to do. Jesus likens this to being like a little child, to have faith like that, and that simply trusts in Christ above all things and for all things. Then Jesus continues in Matthew chapter 18, and he tells us this, uh, that we shouldn't cause anyone uh, to stumble. It is a horrible and a, and a harmful thing to cause anyone uh, who has faith to stumble in their sin. Uh, but then Jesus goes on, and he tells us that if someone does stumble, God is going to pursue them. Uh, he tells a parable of the wandering sheep. And if one of the sheep walks away, God's not going to let it stumble and be off by itself forever. No, he's going to uh, get after it and pursue it. And then finally, he tells us when we do stumble, uh, if ourselves stumble or, or we cause somebody else to stumble, how we deal with that sin between other people. Matthew chapter 18 is a, is a critical part of, of God's word, as the entirety of the Bible certainly is as well. But I want to read for you Matthew chapter 18. It's a little bit of a longer text. We're going 1 through 24 today, uh, but it's an important part that we'll hear again on Sunday. Uh, but as we linger and meditate on God's word, may it bless you as you either read along with me or simply let these words wash over you. From Matthew chapter 18, verse 1. Now at that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus called a little child to him and placed that child among them. And Jesus said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. If anyone causes one of these little ones those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See that you did not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about the one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And if they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly, I tell you that if two, or th if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done by my, for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I with them. Uh, Jesus emphasizes, again, the central theme that really dominates the entirety of scriptures. 
that people will sin, that people will stumble, that people will fall. We see this already in Genesis chapter 3, that third chapter of the Bible. God creates and tells us that everything is good in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. And then in Genesis chapter 3, just three chapters in, we see how humans rebel against God's desires. And since that point, humans have been rebelling ever since. We have been causing ourselves to stumble, and we have caused others to stumble. Uh, but the good news is something that Jesus is coming uh, to reveal here in this story. Uh, the good news is what God already talks about, actually, in the beginning of the Bible. Uh, in Genesis chapter 3, we hear about that fall of humans, uh, the fall of humanity, the fall of creation, and how humans would rebel against God. They would say, God, I, I have my own desires, my own wants. Thank you very much. I'll do whatever I want. Uh, even though they rebelled and, and God would uh, punish them and give them uh, now labors and, and uh, implications that they would... Uh, be pressed hard, whether it be for Eve, for uh, greatly increased pain in childbearing, or for Adam, that he would uh, produce fruit by the, the sweat of his brow, that it would be hard for him to produce grain and food. We already see in Genesis chapter 3, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, uh, that God promises Jesus. And this is really the central theme of the whole Bible. Already from the beginning, we see how humans uh, rebel after God created everything. And even in their rebellion, uh, God still promises Jesus. The same thing is true in Matthew chapter 18, uh, where Jesus tells us humans, when they rebel, uh, they shouldn't do that. When they do that, here's the plan and promise that's going to happen. And at the heart of it all is uh, Jesus, the one who is telling us this today, and that we should align certainly our wills to God's will, that we should become less so he might become more, that we should cling to him like the faith of a child that simply trusts and believes in all things. But when we rebel, uh, that we should reconcile with others and lean on God's grace for forgiveness and mercy. It's been true since the very first book of the Bible. It was true in the Gospel of Matthew, and it is true for you and me today, that we would simply cling to the promises of God, that we would stop rebelling against his will and his ways, uh, but to live in the desires that he wants for us, and to show love and grace to a world in desperate need of the Gospel. Uh, St. Paul, I hope you're having a great day. Thanks for uh, tracking with me on this longer devotion, but a critical and important one as we look at God's Word for Matthew chapter 18. I hope you're having a great day, and I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Thanks so much. Talk to you later.